This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today, I'm here to share with you the secret of writing. So, did you know that there is a way to take your writing from draft to beloved classic? Something that's often skipped when you're learning all the shoulds and should nots of writing. There are so many things you have to remember when you're trying to write. All the guidelines. I mean, they're not really rules that you've been taught. You know you can break these guidelines if you do it well enough or you make the story compelling enough. But typically you're trying to keep a consistent voice and pace your story to keep people reading and draw them in. You don't want to switch tenses, at least not in the middle of a paragraph. You want to make sure that your dialogue from different characters don't have the same voice. You want to be sure to engage all the senses. You want to avoid adverbs and passive voice wherever possible. You want to copy edit and make sure it reads well. You want to create characters that are relatable and it goes on and on. And you're trying to juggle all these things in your head when you're trying to write. It's impossible. It really, really, really is. The list of things that we as writers are expected to remember, the techniques and skills that we should wield is virtually endless. And it seems like a daunting task because it is a daunting task. Side tip, daunting needs to get used more. I like that word. So for some, thinking about all these things that they're trying to put into their writing can lead to writer's block, where you just can't move past a scene until you get it right with all these different things fighting in your head. And for others, they look at their work and they compare it to published works and they're like, I can't write like that. And they despair. And that can suck the heart away from a writer and take their drive. But the secret that those idealized published writers know, the one that most of your teachers just didn't realize needed to be mentioned, you can write in layers. Ta-da! Like an onion or a parfait. It doesn't have to be all mingled and done at once. Now, I may have mentioned this before, Writing in layers. It's something that many of us do naturally, but adding the intent and narrowing your focus during a particular editing session can be the key to making your manuscript something you're proud of. So without the struggle to do all the things at once, you can actually finish your rough draft. And once your rough draft is done, you can go back and add the layers, the complexities, the intricacies that make your manuscript sing. This is exactly why NaNoWriMo works for a lot of writers. Um, yes, people who win NaNoWriMo tend to be very goal-oriented, but the um, 
artificial timeline. We're almost forced to get our story down while using only our writing strengths and ignoring all of our weaknesses. Like a painter on a canvas, starting with large strokes and then finally layering on more and more detail until the picture is stunning, writers can work the exact same way. So for me, as I've said before, my writing tends to be focused on the main character, both in their head and how they're interacting with the world. When I get back to layer things in, the first thing I'm usually looking to do is to add more sensory detail to the world to make it more three-dimensional. I feel pretty confident on my world building, um, the intricacies and the history and how the system works, but I don't always visually scent-wise, you know, I don't always engage all the senses because I'm too focused on what's happening to the main character and I don't stop to smell the roses. Next, when I go through, I try to remove some of my main characters' mental observations because they can get a bit wordy, you know? That's, that's what I'm focused on, but the plot and the story doesn't necessarily work for pacing purposes. On my next pass through, I'm usually looking to remove filler words like just, like, a bit, very, that, and adverbs. Mostly I just look for the ones that end in L-Y because they're pretty easy search, um, find and replace function. And finally, I go through and I read what I've polished and edited and cut and added to to make sure it's still coherent, cohesive, sounds right, has the right mouthfeel, and doesn't get too repetitive. So writing in the past tense is my default. So I don't usually need to worry about my tenses and I can't read my work or a betas without copy editing. So that naturally happens for me. I don't need to focus on it. But if your strengths lay in other places, um, types of editing, types of writing, feel free to do an editing pass for what you need to do. Because that's what this is, fixing your story, not fixing my story. So often, the more complex the storyline, the more skilled it seems from the outside. Um, but if you write with time hops or carefully sprinkled in clues or multiple points of view, there's no reason you can't write one point of view all the way through and then read, write the next one. No one has to know that the time hops were actually written in order. And who can prove that those carefully sprinkled in clues weren't added during post-production? Let me know what layers come naturally for you and what ones do you have to focus on to get right. And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that subscribe button and share it with all your friends. It goes a long way towards helping people find me. And I'll be back again next Monday with more writing tips and writerly musings. Bye-bye.